Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walshare, your host of the Empowerography Podcast. Today, my guest is Natalie Colalilo. Natalie is the founder and CEO of Happy Healthy Women. How are you doing today, Natalie? I'm good. How are you, Brad? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time today to be here with me and share a bit about your story and your journey. I appreciate you being here and I'm I'm excited to jump in and learn a bit more about your journey. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for asking me. I have to say, I love your podcast. I love what you're doing here and I'm honored that you would ask. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That means a lot. And honestly, the pleasure and the honor is truly all mine because without women like yourself, there is no Empowerography platform. So thank you. (laughs) So as I said, let's jump right in. So Natalie, you are the founder, CEO of Happy Healthy Women. You are a multi-passionate entrepreneur and a plant-based lifestyle and business coach. So Natalie, what inspired you to get into the coaching arena? So I have to say, you know, what, what really inspired me was the, just seeing women, um, you know, coming into happy, healthy women, because as you know, Brad, like I, I really do see myself as, as a leader, as a community leader, as you know, a business owner and never really saw myself as a coach per se. But as I started to get to know women in business and had them joining us in our community, I started to see the gaps in where they were and where they wanted to be. And the biggest thing that was inspiring me was that there were lots and lots of coaches out there, you know, helping other business owners, helping women in business, helping coaches, um, you know, fill up their coaching practice and sort of have like a full, you know, nine to five day for themselves where they, you know, obviously they still own their own business, but, you know, helping them really still trade that time for money. And what I really started to feel passionate about was helping these very same entrepreneurs build businesses and a life of freedom, right? So, yeah. so not just looking at their business that's in front of them, but looking at their business as a company and like five years down the road, where they want to be. So that, um, because that's that's what I've been focused on with my businesses and my life. And so that really um, is the biggest thing that inspired me to start coaching women. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about what Happy Healthy Women is all about? Absolutely. Yeah. Happy Healthy Women is a community of predominantly women entrepreneurs that is grounded in happiness, health, and success. So we bring those together because we realize that those are all one full circle, right? It's not just about networking for business. It's not just about, you know, going to the gym and eating a well-balanced diet. It is about bringing all of those facets of ourselves as, as whole women together and living a life that we really want to live. Now, 
you mentioned primarily, your business is primarily focused on working with women. Why did you decide to focus your energy and your business on helping to empower women? And did this journey begin into this world with your own personal struggles? Absolutely. Yeah. So I might be a while with this question because, because, you know, like, of course, right? Like I myself, when I, I like to say that it was my first real business. And the reason why I say that is because it was the first time I had rented a space and, you know, and, and I know that, you know, we may get into the failures and all of that, but, you know, my first, first real business gave me a clear indication of where I was spending my time that wasn't the best place to do that, where I was spending all my resources and now where, where I should have been spending my time and resources. Right. So, you know, I had big experience, you know, a burnout in my life and I hit rock bottom and I, recognized from that, that the biggest thing that I wasn't paying attention to was me and was my own well-being and was my own personal growth and development and my own self-love. And so, yes, like I recognize that in myself and I see other women struggling with that on a daily basis. So my passion to empower women really came out of that because I know that women hold the world on their shoulders, you know, and they will carry 25 people on their back if they have to. And so really like, that's where that came from. How then would you say, Natalie, that these experiences have helped shape the Natalie you are today, both personally and professionally, do you think? Well, (laughs) so really how much time do we have on this podcast? (laughs) Because, you know, I, I am currently transcribing a book to you. Like, no, yeah, I would say that, yeah, in every way, right? In every way, yeah. in the way that I conduct business, like in my posture, in the way that I see life and view life and view everything around me, right? Like, really, the, like the experiences that I've had, and I am sure that every woman can say this, have, of course, shaped who they are today. But what's come from it for me is just is so many lessons on how I want to move forward in my life, how I want to do business and the ripple effect, the impact that I want to make on other women. You have said that you want to empower women to create their dream businesses and be wildly successful in their most vibrant freedom filled lives. Why have you decided to make this your personal mission? Really? Because I know women can, right? Like I know women can have it all. And when I started to see that showing up in my life, when I started to schedule my own time, like, it's so funny, you know, I hear from women in business who are like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, tough to, you know, schedule my own time and figure out my calendar and all this. And I'm like, look at you, how amazing it is that you get to schedule your own time, right? Like now we just need some skills, but like, how incredible is that, that that's a worry on your mind, right? So you know, when I started to um, to see those things show up in my life, that became a really big passion of mine to show other women that they can have it all that, you know, if they're smart and they strategize and they follow their heart, they can really create a dream for themselves. And here's what happens when women step into creating the best life for themselves. They empower other people like they first of all, they are nicer, right? Yeah. They're just, they are just like better in the world. They are showing up better and they're empowering other people and they're having a ripple effect. And I fully believe that women can change the world if they are at their optimal happiness, health, and For success. Sure. Well, I mean, think about how long women have been told that they can't have it all. You cannot have the career, the family. You have to have one or the other. You can't have it all. 
And mm-hmm. that is so much bullshit. And yeah. that's the conditioning that, that women have been subject to. And obviously now things are changing, but it's not changing quick enough, but at least there are women like yourself who are there to guide and help and show women that, you know what? Yes, you fucking right. You can have it all. You absolutely can. Yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad you're swearing because that, <laughs> <laughs> that allows me to be yes. my truth as yes. well. So yeah, a hundred percent. We can have it all. Who would you say is your ideal client? Not what kind of business, but what kind of person do you love to work with? Ooh, I love this question. So, you know, for me, it's about working with women who have a little spark inside of them that. You know, once they enter the world of our community, of what we're all about, that little spark turns into a flame. And, you know, that flame then turns into a roaring fire. And, <laughs> you know, and yeah, like I, I just, uh, for me, it's about women who have awoken, you know, women who have seen that they know, right? Like they know that there's something else that they're capable of doing. Maybe for whatever reason, they were in a place, maybe a marriage that wasn't working and, you know, they, they stayed there for way too long, or maybe it was a job or career that kept them stuck. And all of a sudden they come to this like slow, but really clear awakening. And they feel all of a sudden that that wasn't where they wanted to be. And they know that there's more for them inside. So really, I love working with women who feel that, who have that entrepreneurial spark, who know that they want to create something bigger for themselves and create a ripple effect. And women who really want to get in tune with their truth and lead their lives from a place of integrity and love and joy and wellness. You know, it's not just about like the driven, ambitious, like that's great too, but really so much about those women who have a yearning and we are here to just really nurture that. Love it. What is it that lights you up or inspires you the most about the work you do? So I have to say like seeing that journey that I just described is like nothing can replace it. You know, we've had women come to our meetings that it's their first meeting, right? And because we're called happy, healthy women, we do have women that come to us that are not entrepreneurs, but they know they want something more, right? And quite often that in the end, that ends up looking like they've created something, right? Maybe it's not you know, uh, like a corporation, but maybe it's, you know, that they're just looking for creative inspiration. And we've had women show up that are just, you know, not just, but they're, they're, they're quiet, right? They sort of sit in a corner, they kind of don't want to introduce themselves, they sort of just want to like, listen and take it all in. And then, you know, give it a few months, and they're showing up and they're like, wearing bright colors all of a sudden and they're outspoken and they're vocal about their opinions and they're swearing and they're like, you know, they're, they're just, they're cut, they've come out of their shell and then give it a couple of years and they've built these like beautiful thriving, you know, whether it's a coaching practice or, you know, a beautiful business that they've created, like just, yeah, that journey means everything to me. Love that. Now, you being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, which by the way, is only the second time I've ever heard that term used. And it was just recently, I had a woman on the podcast who used that term as well, saying she's multi-passionate. Have you always had that entrepreneurial bug within you? And if so, where do you think that comes from? For sure. So I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and yeah, like growing up, 
my family, like at dinner time, we would actually talk business. Like, <laughs> you know, my parents would be like, how was school? And we would talk about that. And then they would talk about business. And my brother and I would be like all in on the conversation. We'd be like, seriously, that happened. And oh my gosh, that's great. And how much sales did you do? And this and that, like, we just thrived on these conversations. And so my brother and I were actually always like building little side businesses as we were growing up. Like I remember, you know, making like crafts and one, like asking my mom to like sell them to her friends and, you know, have people over so they can shop my craft. This has always been a bug within me for sure. And yeah, I'm just so grateful for that because I learned a lot through the school of hard knocks, so to speak. That's well, that's the best way to learn is through experience, right? Yes. Yes. Now you speak about empowerment and use that word quite a bit. So I'm going to assume you are an advocate for women's empowerment, self-love, self-confidence, body acceptance, all of that amazing stuff. Can you speak a little bit about what those things mean to you on a personal level? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, Brad, I don't know if you experienced this, but we are, well, I'm going to speak for myself because you asked about me on a personal level. I feel as though I have been the last one in my past life to, I've been the last one to actually love, if that makes sense. Right. So I have like done such a great job at loving other people. Maybe other people won't, (laughs) won't agree to that as much, but I feel like, you know, that love that we give is just so um, big and so wholehearted. And then the love that we give ourselves comes last sometimes. Right. And it's, and it shows up in places like in pains in our body and in, you know, not sleeping at night and in the shape of our businesses and yeah, just in everywhere in life, right. It starts to show up in relationships as well. I am someone who will not ever stop working on myself. And I truly feel that we really need to all embrace that, right? Like our work is never done. Yeah, Um, absolutely. yeah, that's, that's a really big piece of that, of that equation. It's the journey. I mean, it's not about the destinations, but the journey. And we are a constant work in progress as human beings. We always need to be working on ourselves. We can always improve, always mm-hmm. do things better. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now being a women's empowerment advocate, what do you do to empower yourself and empower others? Well, starting with myself, you know, self-care it's very, very important to me and movement and getting out ahead of, you know, the so-called slumps that we all tend to get into, especially now over these last two years. Right. So, you know, empowering myself really means, first of all, like taking care of myself. Secondly, having really high standards, you know, and at the beginning of this year, I said to myself, okay, where am I upping my standards? Even if it's in little things like buying only organic local produce, right? As much as possible. Or, you know, like maybe it's that I do, you know, an extra set of steps every day for my health, right? Whatever the case is, like, where am I upping my standards in my business, in my life, in my wellness? And because I know that if I up my standards, I can empower other women to up theirs too, right? So sure. so it all starts with me. It all starts with my own personal journey of that. And um, yeah, and you know, in business as well, I would say that the empowerment piece for me is about serving other women and giving them what they need 
and just loving on them and fueling them with what they need to move to that next level for themselves. If I can, if I can accomplish those, if I can hold high standards for myself, give love freely and, and empower these women freely, then yeah, I feel accomplished. Love it. So speaking of empowerment, what does that word mean to you? For me, empowerment means really holding space for another woman to step into her everything, like to step into her leadership, to step into her knowing, to step into, and not as I think she should step into it, as holding the space to encourage her to clap, to cheer as she steps into it and offering, you know, things that may help but never taking control of her journey, right? So I really think empowerment is such a fine line because empowerment is not management, Yeah. right? And so, yeah, empowerment really, to me, means holding that space for a woman to step into everything she is capable of doing. I love it. Now, I want to speak a little bit about the landscape of women-run businesses and women in entrepreneurship. I mean, I come from a corporate background and have seen, even now, still that 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 mindset and behavior of the old boys club from the 30s and 40s still mm. in existence and when it comes to equal pay for women and when it comes to women in c-suite level positions in these huge corporations or not enough women getting seats at the boardroom table which uh, i mean really when you think about it in the year 2022 we're still dealing with and experiencing this bullshit mindset and attitude it's ridiculous we are starting to see a shift, I think, um, mm-hmm. in mindset with a lot more women. But what are your thoughts on the landscape of entrepreneurship and women-run businesses in your experiences, what you've seen? As it relates to the man's world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is a really interesting question because there are really no men involved. I mean, my husband works with me in Happy Healthy Women, and so, but he does not you know, subscribe to that, that boy's world mentality at all, right? Like he is all just like you all about the empowerment of other women. And so, you know, it's interesting because those narratives do not enter our sphere. And that's what I think really gives us power, right? In happy, healthy women is that we actually like, what is that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is that? Like, what is that belief system? What, how, like, who defined that? Like to us, it's just so foreign, right? But I do, I do really see women still sometimes feeling the need to ask for permission, right? right? And or still really feeling the need to get approval from someone else, whether it be a man or a woman, they still feel the need to be approved in certain ways, right? So right. I see this a lot in the coaching that I do. I see this a lot in, in, you know, the leaders that join. And I do, I see it in myself sometimes too, right? Like it's like a, a, a narrative that won't escape you sometimes, right? And so really what I'm seeing with women who have been in this place, they are stepping into their own more and more. Women are, I don't need your approval. I don't need to ask for permission. I'm bringing my own freaking seat to this table and I don't give a shit what you say, right? And so those are the women that I see empowering others. And it's only a matter of time really before everyone is on board with this. 
So you you definitely are seeing a shift though, where more women are stepping into those entrepreneurial shoes, so to speak. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially in the last couple of years, women are really believing in themselves and believing in their ideas, right? And they're taking control of their own lives. Absolutely. So what advice do you have then for women looking to grow either their own business or maybe within the company that they work for? Maybe they're not entrepreneurs, but they want to grow within that company. What what mm-hmm. advice would you give them? You know, I would say one of the biggest things that we talk about in the Beautiful Business Program as well is that, you know, our ideas, right, as women. And quite often, and I think in entrepreneurs in general, but I do see this a lot with women, that ideas come to our minds and, you know, we kind of, we put them out of our minds because we think, well, if that was a good idea, you know, that would have been done already. Or if that was a good idea, you know, something would hit me in the head and a sign would show up in front of me and I would just, I would know what to do with this, right? Yeah. Or whatever the case. And so really like my biggest advice is, I mean, it's not advice, but this is more of just like a statement. Your ideas are not stupid, Mm -hmm. right? Like your ideas are actually brilliant. So if you're in an organization, if you're working in an organization that, you know, you know that maybe setting something up in a certain way is going to improve the entire company and you are feeling afraid to bring that up and to share with your boss or, you know, whoever your higher ups are, that is you holding yourself back. Right. And like your ideas are not stupid. So take them forward, bring them forward. Right. Because you could potentially change so much. And of course, the same goes for women entrepreneurs who have these brilliant ideas that flow to them. And then, you know, they don't do it, but they do put it out in the universe because when you, when Mm -hmm. it comes to you, it goes out there and then two months later someone else is doing the exact same thing right so Mm -hmm. so really like act on those ideas and bring them to fruition and if it's not the right time to act on them keep a book of them keep a running list of them and have them there because when you refer back to that list and it's like oh yeah that's still on my mind you know that that's for you right absolutely Natalie, what drives, motivates, and inspires you to keep going, to keep pushing and excelling at all that you do? I have to say, when I think about, I I asked my husband this the other day, actually, we went for a walk and I said, if you were told, like not to, to get morbid, but I said, if you were told that you had like a year to live, would you be happy with the way you have spent the last 43, you know? And, and I asked myself that question too. Right. So I think what drives me really broad is living the best life I possibly can while I am here on this earth. Right. I mean, none of us really know what comes next. We think we know, but none of us really know. And we don't know, you know, where we've been in the past. Right. There's all these theories of past lives. All we really know is where we are right now in this moment. And we have a choice. We have a choice to create something incredible from this moment right here. Or we have a choice to throw it away, right? Even if you're just cooking dinner, you have yeah. that choice. So what really drives me is I want to make an impact when I am on my deathbed. You know, I want to be able to look back and say, I lived a full, incredible life and I impacted so many people and it had a ripple effect, not out of, you know, like more just out of accomplishment for myself, you know, not out of fame or anything like yeah. that. Just really about knowing that I made a mark on the world for me. 
impact. That's that's what what it's all about, right? Leaving an yeah. impact, leaving the world a better place than when you found it. Impact and ripple effect. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, if people are doing things like, and I ask this question to the clients in Beautiful Business all the time, and our leaders in Happy Healthy Women, what does the world look like? If you help someone today and they help someone tomorrow and on and on and on five years down the road, what's the world going to look like then? That's the mission that has to drive you. That's what drives you. Beautiful. I love it. Natalie, to date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? My biggest high or my greatest win. So I would say building this company, Happy Healthy Women, and having it flourish for the past nine years, I think is is my my greatest win for me personally, my own personal accomplishments. But I will say that ripple effect, you know, I've seen that show up in multiple ways. And when I think about that, like, I almost can't believe it, you know, and, <laughs> and again, this is me like, not really wanting to Ooh, did, did I do that? Like, oh no, I can't take credit, right? No, no, I'm yeah. going to take credit for that. And, and yes, I did that, but I did it with everybody, not just me, right? Yeah. Just because like I lit the candle and this fire just started blazing. So I think that really is is my greatest accomplishment. I love your fire analogies. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I'm all about the fire today. I don't yeah. know what's going to be. It's awesome. A good day. <laughs> it's awesome. So speaking of success, how do you define that word? What does the word success mean to you? To me, success is so simple. It is living life exactly as I want to live it in this moment right now. And, you know, having dreams and goals is incredible. And that, you know, at that point, my definition of success will not change once I reach certain levels of, you know, lifestyle or whatever, whatever else that looks like the number of people that I impact and whatever, my idea of success will always be the same living life exactly as I want to in this moment right now. And if I'm unhappy because of the way that my life is, that's not success to me. Right. So it's, it's really like finding that, that happiness and that joy and that, that happiness and joy comes from serving, giving, like helping others step into their impact and empowering and all these things that we've been talking about. For sure. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life and what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after you learned it? I think the biggest thing was that I have complete control over the way I live my life, the way I do my business, my health, of course, things are going to come at you, but you have complete control over how you respond. And I think really that's been the biggest thing. And, you know, what was my life before that? Well, the word blame comes to mind, you know, blaming others for what wasn't working in my life. Yeah. Feeling like a failure time and time again. Right. And yeah, just blaming the world and really like taking responsibility off of my shoulders and putting it on my circumstances, other people, things in my life that just didn't work out, you know, the economy, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So yeah, things are different when you take full responsibility for your own life. For sure. And you are the only one who can make changes in your own life. Yeah. No one else is going to do it for you. A hundred percent. What's your personal motto? Lead with the heart and let the mind come along to compute. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is one of your biggest failures or we'll call them life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from it? Yeah. So this is kind of what I was alluding to before, you know, I, I opened again, my first real business at 28. And prior to that, you know, I don't give myself enough credit for the fact that I, I actually had a theater company as well. And I ran shows and we were in the wow. Toronto Fringe Festival and I was an actress in Toronto and yeah, just a fantastic journey. And then all of a sudden, just like threw my hands up in the air and decided I don't want to 
anything to do with this industry anymore <laughs> because it is a little bit of a crazy industry, right? right? But, you know, loved it so much, met my husband in that industry. And that's like one of the greatest gifts to come from that time of my life. But, you know, then opened my first real four wall business and yeah, like just really put my heart and my soul into it, but it didn't work out. And it didn't work out because I gave it everything of mine and did like was serving it so much more than it was serving me. Yeah. And that business became my life. And that was, I think, well, for sure, that was, you know, what I deem as my most spectacular failure, but I learned so much from it, right? So many moments came from it, like so many things that now I look back on and I'm like, if I didn't experience that, you know, having my time freedom came from that, right? Living life the way I want to live life came from that business. Yeah. Something as simple as numbers in business. Oh, that's important, right? (laughs) So yeah, like all of these lessons came from that. So if I didn't have that not sure where i would be yeah as long as you can take something away from it failures are are not a bad thing they're lessons and as long as you learn from them that's all that matters just pick yourself up and try again yeah i love failure and like i i love don't love failure when i'm in it but (laughs) you after i'm like that was the greatest learning ever Right. I will yep. never put myself in that situation again. I will never stand for that again. I, I now have a new boundary and you have now have a new standard. Yes. Yeah. All about growth. Hey, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions would just be two, three, four word answer type thing. Okay. Okay. What was your dream job as a child? To be a performer. What was your very first job? Working for my parents at their store. What's the first thing you think of when I say the word future? Bright light bulbs. <laughs> How would you describe yourself in one word? Fierce. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Love. What would your family and friends list as a couple of your best characteristics? Funny, great dance moves, caring. <laughs> I love it. What is one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Unconditional joy and peace. What is one of your favorite entrepreneurial books? Playing Big by Tara Moore. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? would get rid of judgment. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) Natalie, what does the best version of you look like when you close your eyes and imagine it? So physically, I wouldn't say much changes because that, Not that I don't care, but I I mean, that's not the most important thing for me. Um, I would say just someone who, and I, you know, I alluded to this in the previous questions, but just unconditionally, without a doubt, loves herself and the entire world around her, right? So getting rid of the self-doubt because that exudes a beautiful energy. And so that's who I strive to be every single day. What's an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for? An unexpected blessing or occurrence in my life. My little dog, Ella. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she came to us unexpectedly through Mm -hmm. a Facebook post. And uh, she's been one of the best things, the best decisions I've ever made. Dogs are incredible. They are, they are, in, in my opinion, in my eyes, they are the only creatures on the face of this earth capable of 100% unconditional love. 
the only mm-hmm. thing that can give you that. I would take that one step further and have that be all animals. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. such an animal lover, but yes, dogs are my animal of choice. But I would, yeah, I, I fully 100% agree with you. Well, it's funny because dogs, y- you could leave the house for five minutes, five hours and come back and the reaction is the exact same. It's so incredible. And it makes you feel so good. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. She does get in her little moods of like, well, um, of course you sent me to the groomer for three hours. I'm not talking to you right now, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but you know, she's got personality, which I love. Yeah. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew when you started your entrepreneurial journey? I wish I had a better education in the finance department, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that I always look back on and say, you know, and that, that's always growing, but yeah, yeah, how, you know, how money works and you know, what it means in your business and look at the numbers, like, don't be afraid of them. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. Okay. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? My beautiful parents, unfortunately, my dad has passed, but he did have Sorry. a very big impact on me. Thank you. Through his way of doing business and his heart and his, you know, wanting to create the best life for his family. And my mom, oh my gosh, she's just incredible. She's a powerhouse. She still mm-hmm. runs her own business and like total kills it in real estate. It is just so amazing. And she actually spoke at one of my summits and I couldn't even breathe for how yeah, blown awesome. away I was. Yeah. So yeah, both my parents, I would say. Beautiful. If you had the opportunity, Natalie, to sit down and have a one hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? One woman in the world, who would it be? I think right now, Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle. She wrote the book Untamed Uh and just finished reading it uh, a month ago. And absolutely, it changed me in so many ways in terms of looking at how I show up, looking at how I was brought up, looking at the conditioning that we're all subject to and looking at how we can change that and just, yeah, become untamed. So I would, I would sit with her. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Love yourself, girl. You are awesome. And you are going to do such big things and everything you do is going to be amazing. <laughs> Fire. Everything you could do is going to be Fire. Yes, fire. (laughs) Lastly, Natalie, if you're to deliver your last 30 seconds speech to the world, like your tribe, your corner of the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What would you say or what words of wisdom would you impart? I would say live your greatest truth. Stand in your truth. Do not make decisions unless they are 100% aligned with your truth. Live in love and just be fully you, no matter what you do. This world, like we are only here once. So if you know that, run like your hair is on fire towards the greatest life you will ever live because you will only live it once. All right. Well said. A friend of mine always says, when you're, when you're faced with a decision, if the answer is not hell yes, then it's a no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I wish we all kept that as a sign right in front of us walking throughout the day. Yeah. Natalie, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here on the Empowerography 
podcasting community. I appreciate you. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. You are truly an inspiration with all the work you're doing to help empower other women. It's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful to have you as a member of this community. Oh, Brad, thank you. And thank you for stepping up and, and just totally rocking this and yeah, being a part of this journey for women everywhere. I think this is incredible. So thank you. Thank you. Pleasure and my honor. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Natalie Colalilo. She is the founder and CEO of Happy Healthy Women. Thank you so much, Natalie. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Likewise. Take care. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.